Hello, it's Friday, January the 13th. You're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by Northcore Grains. I'm your host this week, Jeffrey Guy, all by myself. Here, uh, Dolores is playing in the snow and Dwight's out touring around. So, uh, let's get into the markets. Uh, flat to positive wheat for the markets, or week for the markets. Corn's up about $10, old crop corn, old crop soybeans up about $12.00. Spring wheat up about four, winter wheat flat, new crop prices basically flat for the week, but oil is up this week, uh, up about $6, closed week here around $80 uh, a barrel for West Texas crude. They're saying the price, the jump in oil is with the thoughts of the demand increasing in China after their COVID restrictions. There we are talking about China and COVID again. Our Canadian dollar, the exchange rate, jumped up on us this week. Uh, we're getting closer. We peaked just over 0.751 US, uh, which was uh, our highest exchange in uh, since uh, about the middle of November, I think. So let's see, what was the big news for this week? Well, the big news, of course, was the various USDA reports released yesterday. They released uh, their final yield numbers for the year, stock numbers for uh, for December, projected new stocks for the year end, uh, wheat acres. So let's get right into that. So for the corn market, they, uh, they increased their corn yield for last year. They decreased the harvested acres, a little more acres into silage or whatever. And, but they decreased exports. Corn exports are only at the, something like 47% of last year's pace right now. Uh, they did not play with ethanol uh, usage or consumption of corn to make ethanol, even though ethanol production is down this year so far. So the net result was they, they didn't increase carryout stocks a little more than the markets were looking for. So that made this report supportive for corn, and corn did rally yesterday, closed up uh, 15 cents and up a little bit more here on Friday. Soybeans, they decreased the yield. They decreased acreage just so by a couple hundred thousand acres, 300,000 acres. They de- they actually, the big surprise was they decreased exports out of the U.S. for this marketing year, even though exports currently are at a pace I think 104% of what was projected in earlier USDA reports. So that was pretty surprising that they did decrease exports. And with the decrease in exports, it resulted in an increase in their carryout stocks also. Uh, Not as much as corn, but uh, an increase. And that was somewhat unexpected also for soybeans. Soybeans rallied also uh, yesterday and uh, again a little bit more today, but... The soybean numbers, let's maybe come a little more when we take a look at our, or South America. Brazil is still USDA. They confirm their numbers. Brazil is looking at a record production. Argentina uh, has been, it's hit right now with what they're calling a 60-year drought. Dry since they've been in 60 years. Uh, a new report today is that they're... Uh, Good, excellent ratings on their soybeans are down to like 4%. So the USDA did decrease the uh, production estimate for out of Argentina, but they're still in the uh, in the 40s, millionaire, mid-40s or 42 million 
uh, tons for the year, where some private people have them down as low as 30 million now. But we all know the soybeans, if they just get some timely rains, can uh, you can go from looking like a poor crop to a half-decent crop. Uh, much like the last few weeks, they are calling for some weekend rains in Argentina, but then dry afterwards. So we'll have to see how how much rain does come and how widespread it is and how much it does help the crop. So they're also looking to decrease, or they did decrease corn production from Argentina also, but uh, not that significant either. So one of the big things right now in the soybean market, the uh, managed money is holding a record long position in soybean meal. So that is they're betting on soybean meal prices to keep increasing. So if we backtrack a little bit. Argentina has historically been the largest exporter of soybean meal and soybean oil in the in the world. Uh, if crops are limited in Argentina, they're definitely going to have less soybean meal to export. So the world markets have to look elsewhere. Right now, Brazil is picking up some of that slack with the uh, increased soybean meal exports and the the report is that they're cheaper than uh, soybean meal coming out of the U.S., but the U.S. market is, I'm sure, is looking to increase exports going forward. So this is where managed money would be betting on soybean meal prices going up. However, if Brazil continues to be a lower-cost exporter of soybean meal, they could be, uh, this managed money, once again, could be on the wrong side of the market. And if prices do start to fall or, or fall, we know managed money is... Uh, will quickly get out of their position and that will push prices down faster and farther than as if they were not in the market. So it is something to, that is a potential negative to watch in the soybean market is how managed money deals with their position in uh, not just in soybeans, but especially in soybean meal. Uh, the USDA did uh, play around a little bit with numbers from Ukraine. They decreased crops going forward, like for next year on it. Uh, they reconfirmed the record yield in uh, uh, the big numbers for wheat out of Russia. Some big numbers coming for wheat out of uh, Australia. They had that in the report. I didn't really see about India, but I read today about how India is looking at a real good crop again this year. So last year they were looking at a great crop and they were growing export and then the crop wasn't quite there. They put a ban on exports and now they're talking about having a good crop and exporting this year. So time will tell on that, I guess. Time will tell on that. So uh, locally we did, uh, driving around this week, I did see some corn still being combined around the area. Uh, I guess the snow here in the last uh, day will put an end to that for a while. Uh, we did receive one or a couple loads of wet corn this week also at the elevator. Um, so the big thing was this week is, of course, is the USDA reports, how the market deals with these going forward, uh, how the market uh, will continue to watch the weather in South America, uh, demand in China, didn't really play much with the demand in China in these reports, how it's going to be affected by their COVID problems right now. And uh, you know, oh, also uh, U.S. interest rates. How uh, there's lots of bullish talk about how they're going to keep increasing interest rates in the U.S. So that's going to be fighting inflation and that, and potentially increasing their dollar strength and making their exports 
more expensive in the world market. But anyhow, lots of things to look at. Uh, anybody wants to uh, give us a talk or give us a call anytime, talk about the markets. Um, oh, I should, one last thing, I should uh, congratulate some of the people who had some target orders in there because the markets did jump uh, quick after the report before they pulled back a little bit and some target orders did get hit and we love to see that's a great way to show how target orders work. So, well, everybody have a great week. We look forward to talking to you again next week. Bye for now.